Low Elo is made possible by listeners just like you. And by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash lowelo for your free audiobook download. Gangenstein, I hate you. You're my good. You're listening to the only League of Legends podcast with puns of damage. You're listening to Low Elo. This week in North America, Cloud9 drops one to XDG and TSM drops one to Team Coast, but stays on top of the standings while CLG continues their upward swing with Dexter finally on the team. In Europe, number one Rock Hat drops two games, but everyone else wins one and loses one, so EU is still a 42-way tie for first, except Millennium. Welcome! You're listening to Low Elo episode 102. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, aka Eat Gamer, and with me as always is Dave Quarles, aka Compy386. I am here for 102. This week, for duty. <laughs> <laughs> this week we welcome back League of Legends community undesirable and former support player Gankenstein to the show. Jeff loves me even though he says he hates me. <laughs> Words hurt, Jeff. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm not the one who uh, made you quit support. Yeah, no, I didn't make him quit. I forbid, forbade him from ever picking support ever again. No, That's no, right. I, <laughs> I think Compy just wants me to try new things, which is just everything that you want your ADC to, you know, put to kick you out of the nest, no, so to it's speak. it's because if someone picks support, that usually means I go AD carry, and I do not want to lane with you as support because you're terrible. I agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. Well, this week on Low Elo, we uh, here have here with the down economy renewed interest in gold generating items that draws a balance change from Riot. Lulu murders her way through the mid lane of LCS, and CLG may have finally found their stride. But first, they have this really well produced pregame show now where they highlight how lopsided the champion pool is i mean among other things they do a whole bunch of other stuff where do you seem to get okay yeah it might be a little bit and yeah yeah basically it reads cassadin thresh and elise are clearly balance issues that nobody intends to address tanky dps owns the top lane and now that jinx has been nerfed everyone has forgotten how to play against caitlin yeah, and and it's, it wasn't just the tanky DPS in the top lane. I mean, like Jats like standing there next to all these cool graphics about the holy trinity of Renekton, Doctor Mundo, and Shivana, mm-hmm. and how you know, like you know, NA favors Shivana, but in in Europe it's Renekton, and like, it's like you're you're like highlighting the fact that the top lane metagame right now is one, it's two, garbage. three, yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> literally rock paper scissors. I yeah, mean, rock paper scissors shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, wasn't that a metaphor he actually used, and then he like I guess threw trundle at the end. Yeah, yeah, but the fact is, they should be like 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 hanging their heads in shame about it. They shouldn't be like laughing like, oh, you know, look how how funny everything is. Yeah, look how you know? poorly balanced our top <laughs> lane. Well, in all fairness, like I guess he's not actually like a designer on the design team. I don't oh, know. No. Much, oh no, like, he's the representative, you... so he gets one hundred percent of the ire. I mean, he's okay. clearly designed. Yeah, all right, a... all right, I'm picking up my, my pitchfork. We're good. <laughs> 
Yeah. String him up. You know? <laughs> oh, by his neck, by his tie. <laughs> it's a nice yeah, I mean, but the the show was really cool. I mean, they did have a few graphical glitches going on, but all in all, they did the whole ESPN ticker tape on the bottom, which I think is kind of hilarious. But uh, it, it's it was well produced. I mean, there were a few sound issues, yeah. uh, but I mean. ESPN it's, for lol. It's what we've always wanted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, totally, and from I'm that totally perspective, I think it was you. great. Uh, the the fact, but the, the you're right. The ticker tape on the bottom was a little bit weird, just because I still feel like uh, even though they're highlighting only two leagues with this production, just mm-hmm. the North American and EU LCS, and so that that's not a whole lot to ticker tape about. Well, that and like each part i mean ticker tape on espn is like it'll say ncaaf so you know it's ncaa ncaa football and it'll have two teams in the score mm-hmm. like you know so it, but on the riot version it's like you know so and so had x went like 9028 as lucian you know it's yeah. just like it's a little bit too much information i think for a ticker tape right yeah, but when they in, start involving more things, like if they get the challenger stats in there, or, you know, after they have some other bracket that goes up after, you know, challenger becomes a staple, then they'll already have the technology kind of worked out. You don't have to worry about graphical glitches for the brand new ticker tape. But it's one of those things that, like, if you ever tune into the NFL network, it has, like, three hours of original programming a week, but they yeah. run it all day, every day, all week long, so you can, like, have it on in the background at the office, in the break room. You know, I look at it as one of those things. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really glad that they started doing it, just because no one was doing it before. Oh, yeah. Or not in any way that, like, I felt was legitimate by any means. Yeah, I mean, the closest you'd get would be the, the week uh, out-of-date uh, update that we give at the beginning of the show yeah. and let's face it you know we're, we're not exactly going espn with that but just so everyone knows there is ticker tape you just can't see it because you're listening on your headphones yeah. and and ours is awesome yeah <laughs> I mean, it, it looks really good and, you'll never uh, know copy in that last one you look fantastic man yeah, well, no, and like Dude, the way hair. we're oh the way God. we're dressed. I mean, we are like suits and ties. Like we look sharp. I'm telling oh, you, yeah. no pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pants. But they don't see below the counter, so it's okay. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> it's all about air circulation. Well, all right. Well, moving on from you know glorifying that little piece. If you haven't seen it, you can go watch it. It uh, premiered for it was uh, what was it European um, LCS, right? Right, so Thursday, um, I don't know, what what week is this now? Like seven? That would have been week seven, yeah. For yeah, so week LCS. seven, day one of EU LCS. Yeah. Just and go back and have it as a standalone on their YouTube page. Oh, okay. Well, there, there you go. Just go there. Um, but uh, so so new to this week, besides that, though, is, uh, well, you know, Seam Solo Mid and Cloud9, they've been at the top of the roster, uh, the charts for a long time now. They don't really move at all if one of them loses a game it seems like the other one loses a game at this point mm-hmm. and uh in you know we could talk all day about the teams that they're losing to which just really baffles me sometimes but i think the real story for the last couple of weeks has been clg who's come up and you know i mean they're posting an impressive 10-6 record at this point I, no, I agree with your desire to gloss over TSM's accumulating loss to Coast <sighs> and focus on CLG. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, Baylife. 
Anyway, you know, CLG looking really good, um, <laughs> man. And and we pointed out because I was catching up on some of the games, and everyone was talking about the uh, the Moo Bomb, the Afro Moo on Alistair. Yes, with the Oriana oh ball. Oh my god, yeah, beautiful. the cow ball. And uh, and and I just noticed something that I think Afro Moo's like the only support who's played Alistair more than once. Like, cause he played in the beginning and was did terrible. And we talked about, I remember <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeff, you and I were like, Afromu has no presence. It's like, he's, why is he even there? Yeah. But, you know, putting Oriana ball on him all of a sudden, you know, it's good. <laughs> just get away, get away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly it's amazing. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, it just makes sense, you know, pop that Oriana, you know, give him a little bit of extra armor, pop that Oriana ball, ult, draw everybody in, kick him up into the air. It's like, you know, a straight three hours of, Crowd control every well, team fight. They made the point that I mean, double lift ha- is kind of like the A rod of NALCS, and he has mm-hmm. been for some time. I mean, that dude has single handedly kept CLG in LCS for the past two years. Oh yeah, and you know they talk about the the protect the the double lift teams. Like he'd play Vayne or you know Blue Ezreal back in the day, and mm-hmm. um. He would you know single-handedly win games, but now apparently Link is good too. And but, <laughs> I mean, the big story, I mean, is is that they have Dexter. Yeah, like yeah. Dexter has finally been able to come over, and he's finally getting to play. Which yeah. they have their wanted. imported talent has finally showed up. And I yeah. mean, let's let's face it, it worked for TSM, right? Yeah, yeah. Get one guy from Europe, not three. Yeah, no, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't hey, work. <laughs> You know what? The, the split's not over. We'll, okay, that's probably not going anywhere, but it's a, a reforming Hey, Evil Genius has won, though. They did all right this week. Yeah, yeah but, but let's yeah. face it. They're, they're, at the rate they're going, they're probably still going to have to fight in relegation. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I, I, I'm hopeful. <laughs> Maybe they'll pull a TSM next split. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, but no, no. Like you said, they've imported their talent. Dexter is finally there. Uh, Link is back at mid. Uh, Hotshot is no longer playing. Yeah. Chaucer's <laughs> now gone too. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, it was easy to make fun of them when they didn't have a complete team and their roster was a mess. But uh, it, they're looking pretty good now. The I think the question is, and I know that the casters made a big deal out of this, the the consistency of Team CLG, which was an issue in season two and, and in season three. Um, do you think we've are they safe to root for now, or are we just waiting for them to throw it again? Oh no, they're totally safe to root for. I mean, you said it yourself earlier; like it's always up until this point, but a whole completely different type of play style, and to completely like they're actually making rotations, they're actually making good calls and like playing the game instead of just protecting double lift. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's a huge thing I think to root for. I'm going to have a real hard time adjusting to this. I'm not, I'm not going to lie because to me, they were always like the team at odds with TSM. Mm-hmm. And then when like, you know, Moscow five hit the scene, then they became the team that was bad. That was out at odds with TSM. Yeah. It was like the, the, CLG is the ultimate warrior to TSM's Hulk Hogan, if you would. Yeah, kind of, kind of, except that, like, you know, eventually they just faded off and then they were just CLG and easy to make fun of. And, yeah. you know, now they're kind of like, like the ultimate warrior. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't where, understand wrestling. So, yeah. 
Um, trying to think of another reference I've gotten to think. <laughs> my, my point is, is it's a tough change for me to make because I'm used to looking at CLG as a second-rate contender, and suddenly they're looking like a serious team. Yeah, and it was especially, I mean, I, I totally get that, because even last season, uh, you know, we, we were just talking about EG. It was CLG EU that was, like, better yeah. <laughs> than CLG. <laughs> so, yeah, they've always kind of been that second-rate team that's just kind of hung on because Double Lift is you know, earns his $15 million salary. <laughs> Seriously, uh, give that guy a raise. Because yeah, no out of, like, out of everyone, Double Lift is the one that if I see streaming, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta watch Double Lift. I love me some Double Lift. Yeah, and he's a guy you, you can't, I don't, I, I've never talked to anyone who doesn't like Double Lift. No, everyone loves Double Lift. Yeah. Dude, you know, there was, say you love Double Lift. I do love Double Lift because believe it or not, there was a time, like way back when, where I would actually, because... I only heard mentions of this godlike Blitzcrank player, so I would go try <laughs> to find YouTube videos of this guy named Doublelift, and I swear to God, there was nothing out there. So as soon as he hit it big and stopped playing Blitzcrank, um, but I still I still followed him because of because of that. So yeah, Doublelift is awesome. I think you should take a hint. I think Doublelift knows the way to Gangenstein's heart. Oh my God! I don't want to give up Blitzcrank. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll reserve a little bit of, uh, time to root for them when they play, but so long as they're not playing against TSM, then I've gotta root against them. Yeah. Alright, well, gold items. Just really, you know, can't seem to get it right this season. We've gotta patch them, patch them, and change them, and change them. Uh, so, basically all of the gold items have gotten worse. Um, but Riggles is still terrible. Like, they didn't change Riggles. It's still bad. Um, <laughs> Now, you can view the individual changes in the patch notes because, seriously, every single one of them changed. But I think the we can cliff note this by saying that uh, the laning items, the ones that usually your support gets, uh, have all lost some stats uh, from their from the early builds, and they've all had their passive cha- passives changed slightly, uh, notably to be like I guess just not as good, right? Is that? Fair well, to say. Uh, it's, I mean, when it first came out, the coin was like the clear winner. I mean, coin was really, really good. Um, but Doran Shield was still even better. Which they so, also nerfed. Yeah. So with the nerf to Doran Shield and the, all the changes they've done to the early, they're really, I think, trying to promote the first buy. Like they want you to buy it first, like straight out of the gate, buy one of your gold, the, you know, first tier gold items. Mm-hmm. And then to that will go into to laning. So, you know, with that being said, the, some of the change, a lot of changes they, they made make sense. I really like, I, I, I hate it because it's less powerful in the long run, but I like how they did the coin because they took off the HP per five. Yeah. And instead stats. Yeah, instead they gave it to where if you're next to a minion you get 5 health, which is meaningful early game but worthless, you know, later. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I I I I agree with the changes on the coin. Now, some of the other things for the I I don't even remember the name, the blue one, the AP one. Oh, yeah, the the like the, the active on that, yeah. you you told me what it did and it's got like eight things and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> 
You know? It shoots an arrow now. It's no longer an exhaust. It it shoots an arrow that does AOE slow and damage plus ability power equal to champion level or something like that. And I had no idea that either of those things. <laughs> I never bought it. <laughs> well, well I mean, it does it now. Slow. So yeah, all it did it was like an exhaust, a crappy exhaust before. Yeah, oh. which I loved. I thought it was great. Yeah, so I mean, now you can run ignite. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Man. But they, they changed it. I haven't I haven't gotten to use it, honestly. So I, I can't comment on how good its final form is. I, but I think that all of the, the targeted nerfs were basically at reeling in the early game item. They wanted to make the mm. you know the tier one and tier two of the those gold items worse because they were I don't I don't know if it was just because they were too good or what. I, I really don't get it, honestly. Um, the, the thing is, is that they've also gone, and this I can ex- understand a little bit better. They did, they also did the same thing to all the jungle gold items. So all of those have had, uh, the butcher passive, uh, reduced in its effectiveness. The health regen and the mana regen that you would normally get off of the butcher passive is reduced by one and two percent. Well, the jungle is kind of nuts right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or it has been. So, I mean, I, I agree with that, even though I'm, I'm not a huge jungler. But, uh, yeah, and, and we had this, no, never mind. I was going to say something dumb, but then I decided against it. Okay. Well, I'll say something <laughs> dumb. <laughs> okay. And that is, you know, with, with these changes, I went back and I was like, you know what? There's got to be somebody that Wriggles works on. Brand. <laughs> like, it, it has to have some kind of redeeming value. And so I've played it now on like six different junglers that are in my, you know, in, in, in my pool of junglers. Um, and there's a few more that I have to try it on and I've only found one and it's Zin Zhao. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, it actually works on Zin Zhao. And it's really oh, just yeah. because all he does is auto attack like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even more auto attacks than a Warwick would. And it, it enables him to just burn his jungle down really, really fast and then go gank. And then burn his jungle down really fast, and then go gank again. Yeah, because you were mowing down those jungle camps. Yeah, yeah. It's the, basically at the point where you pick up the wriggles, you the wriggles effectively almost triples the amount of damage that you do in the jungle. Wow. Yeah, because you go from doing like sixty ish per hit to doing uh, you know sixty plus a hundred and gaining health back. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Um, and now it, it's true. You still don't, you know, it doesn't help you at all. I mean, it's a little bit of attack speed, a little bit of armor in a gank, but it makes me less reliant on a successful gank in order to, you know, get rolling. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's a, I've one of the, probably the jungler I've played the most this season is Zinzao. And I never even thought of buying a Wriggles on him. Yeah, you've been getting uh, the, the, the Wraith, right? Spectral Wraith. Yeah, I'd rush for the swords. I'd just yeah, buy swords. swords. As many swords as possible as soon as possible. <laughs> and, but legit. even even doing that, I mean, like you said, you, you're still very dependent on ganks. And that's why you would I would rush those swords, because I'm like, I gotta get kills, I gotta get assists, or mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be crap later. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, his, his gank is really just as good it suffers a little bit so you need some more coordination to get that up and running the thing is though is that you you pick that up and then you get your brutalizer and then it's like game on 
You know, at that point, nothing else has changed. You just go and murder people. Uh, because at that point, you have so much armor reduction that it just doesn't make sense. Uh, and, and so it, it seems to work on him. I've tried it on, like, it wasn't terrible on Gangplank, but that's hard to say because Gangplank's a really bad jungler anyways. I just happen to like doing it. Um, it was, it was the worst thing ever on Vi, and I'm sorry that I ever tried it. Um, it's, it just d- doesn't seem like it's gonna work on anybody else. So I still think there's a serious argument for, you know, beefing up this item. And I know we've been promised, we've been promised by Riot that they're gonna make like a, a final form of Riggles and they're gonna revamp the item and everything, but come on, they're, they're still like figuring out spirit stones. Yeah. And nobody's buying Riggles at this point. You think Riggles maybe would work okay on Skarner? No, it's I don't very... think it would because Skarner doesn't auto attack enough. He uses too many abilities to get his stuff done in the jungle. Yeah. I thought he had an attack speed sort of thing going on. Well, I mean, just because it's attack speed, that, that that's the, the thing that makes you want Riggles to work so bad because it's good early attack speed plus a little bit of armor. But yeah. without the lifesteal that it used to have... I mean, you could almost like get rid of one of the daggers and if replace it with a uh, vamp scepter, up to the cost four hundred gold, and that would, I think, be fine. Yeah, it, it very well may be. I mean, you get a little bit of health from the on hit effect, but uh, you just don't feel it unless you're really attacking quick. The other thing is, is that uh, it's not just the auto attack component or the attack fast component, um, because if you're using abilities to clear the jungle, you're not going to get as much out of it as you normally would. Uh, yeah. Even even Warwick, who's an auto-attacker at heart, uh, it's not worth getting on him because you're queuing uh, often enough, as long as you have your blue, that you end up just burning down uh, everything too quickly. Yeah, Warwick loves mana. Yeah, exactly. Warwick loves yeah. mana. <laughs> and, and from that perspective, it's still better to get one of the other items because they have mana regen on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I, I didn't mean for that to be a rant on Riggles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. You know Riot's listening. Fix Riggles, Riot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I'll take credit for it when it happens, but... Um, so, do you, do you guys think we're ever going to reach, in or during this season, do you think we're going to reach parity with uh, gold items? Like, is there going to be a point where Riot just says, you know what? Got there. We don't need to change it anymore. We're really happy we got rid of Philostone. You know, everything's good. Um, this season, maybe not. Probably by the beginning of next season, I think. When they have a little bit more liberty to actually change them and invest that kind of time in reworking them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I still don't like the way I think they're overly complicated and the, the little changes they're making are making them even more complicated. Yeah. And that's just the, the, you know, we've talked about this trend in the entire, in the game at large, uh, for a while. And oh, I, yeah. I'm everything needs, that. everything needs more text, man. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Philostone. Everyone, I mean, you can get that. Philostone. It's easy. You know? Yeah. Give me regen. Give me more regen and yeah. then regen my gold. Dude, I used awesome. to, like, I remember doing APTF mid, and I would start by getting two Philostones. <laughs> like, even w- after they change them to not stack, just for the mana and the health. Like, I could trade, and then I could, I'd stay in lane forever. And that's what Philostone gave you. These new, like, support items, like, I like the coins first upgrade. I, I don't know the names. 
but the first upgrade, not the ultimate upgrade. Oh, well, the first mm-hmm. upgrade, I think, is Ancient Coin, isn't it? No. no, the first thing you buy is Ancient Coin, and then it's Talisman or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I like it because it's got a little bit of regen, but they, they took out they they took out a lot of the health regen. And so where is my... And I guess it goes all the way back to original Dota. Where is my Perseverance? You remember that item, Jeff? Yes. Um, I remember it, but I couldn't tell you for the life Perseverance, of Perseverance, Ring of Health, Void Stone. Gave you 100% health regen, 100% mana regen. It built into some crappy things, but like you could build by Perseverance, and that's what it was for. It was for persevering. <laughs> like, where's my <laughs> persevering item? I don't know. <laughs> I remember Perseverance. No. Anyway, that, I mean, yeah, it's. I think we're all we're all passionate about this, <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I get it. I mean, I. Ugh. But I think you both depressed me. I was I was thinking that one of you was going to say, "No, the, the, here's what they can do, and it'll be okay, and everything's going to be all right, Jeff." And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's not. And you reminded me that they keep making the game more complicated, needlessly complicated. I mean, ultimately, it's going to be the player's you know choice to decide whatever item they want to get. So, I mean, if Riot just wants to leave broken items in the game, eventually they'll go the way of Wriggles, and people won't buy it until they fix it or get rid of it. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's quite the route that we want to take either. But uh, you know, this is actually a good topic. You I know think what to my ask people my to- route would be. It'd be something drastic would fix this is something like removing last hitting. Ooh. Ooh, mm. yeah, that's scary. That's yeah, scary. you're getting into you're getting into like uh Heroes of the Storm and uh Oh, I don't like your anarchy talk copy. He- Heroes of the Storm and Strife territory right there. Those are both yeah. upcoming MOBAs that are talking about getting rid of last hitting and shared experience and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Terrifying. Well so so that AFK and my team can really <laughs> really sick one to me. <laughs> no, it's so that he can come back later and everyone will be like, oh man, oh. forgot about this guy. <laughs> like we had a, we were, uh, I don't know if you were in that game, Jeff, but I think Gank and I had a game this week where a dude when AFK came back and he was on Gangplank. Do you remember this, Gank? I don't think, and I, like, I, don't within, think I was in that game. Oh, within like two minutes, he was like level nine. And like, it's like, it was just so ridiculous how quickly he got back into the game because yeah. they, you know, changed that whatever. Yeah, yeah, they changed the scaling rewards for everybody and made sure that everyone's getting more experience, <laughs> money, all that stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> like he ulted, like he came back into the game. He like ult got one ult, got like four assists and gained like eight levels or something. It's really, <laughs> it was really stupid. It was like forty minutes into the game. I don't know. Wow. All right. Um. It, Let's, uh, let's switch gears here. Cause I don't want to leave this one out. And I feel like if we keep going down this route, we're gonna, we're gonna forget to talk about her. Um, Lulu, a popular topic for us in the past. I think she's highlighted, uh, or been, uh, headlined in like three, four of our shows already. Uh, Lulu has like just exploded onto the scene in the mid lane. And I mean, you know, Riot still has her primary function as support, but you wouldn't know it by the way she's being played right now, which is basically just an unstoppable AP murder machine. Yeah. Okay, after all this doom saying, let's let's pick it up. Lulu is really good because she was such an excellently designed champion from the get-go. I agree. Lulu Lulu was designed very very well. She's an excellent champion and 
when they made the change to have supports uh utility scale with AP, I mean she got better. Oh man. Plus having a siver, you could siver alt and then speed someone up, someone's going like a thousand move speed. Well, and that's yeah. I think what at the heart of things for her, why she's so good right now is that She's got all the tools that she ever would ever need to be successful solo in lane. And then when the team fights start, oh my it's gosh, like she's having so strong in the team fight. Yeah, it's her her team fight is incredible because she can help everyone, she can hurt everyone, and with the new changes to scaling, she does it with an AP mids damage. Yeah, and and a lot of it is people are surprised by it. I mean, they'll say even the pros will be super, like surprised by how much damage Lulu can do from from mid when she's got items and AP. Yeah. Um. So there's that, and then uh, her ultimate. Think about this, guys. When you're going against a, a team that's got like a Trindamir, what is so? What is the worst thing you can do against a uh, team fight? Yeah. In a team fight, okay, team fight. There's a Trindamir. What's the worst thing you can do? Uh, become immobilized and let him get in range. <laughs> become immobile. No, like uh, stay on everyone him while focuses. He's everyone focuses him, right? Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't help very much. You know, it, it's a lot of damage that could have killed other people. It's going to a ulting Trindamir. Yeah. Lulu can do that to anyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got that like <laughs> she like, Trindamir people is what you're saying. Yeah, she's like that <laughs> troll. You know, deny ult that it it it's so good at baiting in people. To like, oh, you thought you were going to kill this person, but Lulu's in the bush and she ulted him. It's like, yeah, and it's like, and, dies, and now he's, he's now he's gained back half his health, and <laughs> yeah. all of your team has been CC'd, and oh my god, it's, it's and such he's a ginormous. Swing. And that's that's a huge joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what <laughs> oh are gosh. they feeding him? Oh, <laughs> top laners. Um, it's it, it, you're right. I think we've said this before. I'll say it again: is that her ult is just always good. It's probably one of the best ultimates in the game. Like, there's just never a wrong time to use it, as long as there's an enemy and another player on the screen. Heck, an enemy on the screen in melee range. It's incredible. Yeah. The cooldown's not prohibitive. I mean, it's got the slow factor. I don't think that scales with AP. But, I mean, it's got that bait and all of her abilities. I think Lulu is probably one of the highest skill cap for a mid She's actually, I think, easier to play as a support because as a support, you're not you you're focusing on keeping your person alive mm-hmm. mostly. Mm-hmm. As a mid, you've got to know: Do I target myself? Do I target one of my allies? Do I target one of my enemies? I mean, just being able to the fact that Lulu's abilities can target like anything in the game mm-hmm. <laughs> just make it that much mechanically harder. Yeah, and actually, Not you know, to that's in the decision making that goes into yeah, it. You essentially have, you know, again, you know, six spells like a uh, Jace or, or something that yeah, you have you to, to manage because you can only use the cooldown once. Yeah, and uh, I'll actually argue that the uh, her ability to cast on anybody is one of the things that uh, causes people to be so surprised. Uh, one of the one of the things that they don't talk a lot about these days is that uh, with enough cooldown. If you help picks somebody and on the enemy team, that'll do damage to them. But it also allows you to get off two glitter lances on them before it falls away. If you oh. do them fast enough. And that's why you see pro Lulu's rushing uh, Fiend's Holy Grail. Yeah, because they can help. That's the cooldown. Exactly. Well, it's it's because they can sit there and they can engage with someone, go back and forth a little bit, and you know maybe they glitter lance them once. And then they wait for the glitter lance cooldown, 
help picks glitter lance again you know hopefully for the kill and, and then when the person's running away trade. yeah exactly and then when the person's running away you like pop your uh uh ignite on them and glitter lance them a second time yeah man i gotta pick up lulu <laughs> and, no, I and mean, so we've, we've been lulu fanboys over here since she oh, came yeah. out oh yeah <laughs> so but here's here's my theory because i think they're gonna reel her in Oh, because yeah. I think that Riot is probably, uh, you know, kind of shaking their head at the anyone with a support main tag being mid and, like, being mid-crazy right now. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to reel her in, and I think they're going to do it by somehow making it so that in the first, like, ten levels, you can't uh, get two Glitter Lances off on a single help picks. Mm-hmm. And I think if they remove that... That's gonna balance her back, and people are gonna be, you know, playing the the LeBlancs and all of that, which they still are, of course. But I think she's gonna just fade a little bit away at that point. Now, here's a stat yeah. I haven't looked into though: Is Lulu pulling any bans yet? Uh, I don't think so, and I think that's no. the one of the other things is that she, you know she's not like she's kind of exploded onto the scene. I mean, she's been big for what two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's really hit ban-worthy status with a lot of the pros yet. They're still, you know, focused on making sure that no one ever, ever gets to play Cassidy, and that anyone who has ever played a game with LeBlanc before in their life never gets to play LeBlanc. I mean, that's what the focus in bans is right now. God, you remember not so long ago how Fizz was popular? I mean... <laughs> well, yeah, certain people, sure, yeah. A Fizz was, like, the hotness for a while, like at the end of season three? Mm-hmm. Anyway. It was a terrible time. Beginning of season four? <laughs> you just couldn't target little slippery fish. <laughs> I hope they don't rediscover Fizz, yeah, because I hate Fizz in games <laughs> against yeah. me. Yeah. Can't kill him. Um, but at the heart, though, uh, I do think that this is a positive thing. Uh, Lulu, people have been trying to play her in mid ever since she came out, and my opinion for that entire time has always been that she's just not quite good enough for it. And then with the the changes that they made to support, she was one of the few supports who came out on top for this. And I think that she's really strong. I I almost hope that they don't change her, that they don't reel her in, and they just say, you know what, let's just see where this goes. Yeah. Because I I like it because it also it it opens up ability uh di- differences in team comp that you really haven't seen since Oriana was big. Oh, because yeah. Oriana has that whole like you know I'm I'm an AP mid I'm a mage I'm also a support kind of thing going on. Yeah, no, and that that's one of my main things. Like before I I I don't remember if I was even playing with you yet, Jeff. But like when right when Oriana came out, like I was that was like right when I really got big into league. And I yeah, you I and I were playing huge. at that point because uh, we she, was, she was one of the new champions when yeah, I, yeah. When I started. And like I I played Oriana mid like for. God, like three or four months, like constantly. Yeah, you were pretty good. And it, it, yeah, I was. I'm probably terrible now. I haven't. God, I can't remember the last time I played her. But, and that's what I liked about her. She she was so troll with her ability to like shield people and speed them up. And that's <laughs> how you were good at you know Oriana. And I really like supporting mids like that. Like uh, Lissandra, I would say is another one. Mm-hmm. Being able to go in and like alt herself or you know alt some. I I really so, uh, like the mids y- like that. So, so, so do you think that there's any hope that maybe they go and say, uh, you know what, let's uh, make a tweak to Karma and let her mid too? Oh my god, oh, uh-huh. Karma, 
Uh, a tweak to karma would be would make my day. I love karma. <laughs> I I've always loved karma, but she's so bad. <laughs> she, <laughs> she likes okay, so okay, karma. Okay, I'm gonna get hate mail for this. So let me disclaimer: karma's really good in the first five levels of the game with her poke. <laughs> she can do a lot of damage. After that, terrible. Okay, so I just looked up the stats for this week's uh, week seven, and Lulu pulled bans in Curse vs. CLG, uh, Dignitas vs. TSM, um, Coast vs. EG. Oh, wow, so she is... Yeah, EG vs. Dignitas, and it might be it. Do you Coast have any for... Uh, do you have any so for um, EU? Um, no, nah, I'm only gonna get uh, okay. NA right now. All right. Okay, so sh- she is pulling bands then. All right. Oh, yeah. That's okay. what, like five bands? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. More, most of the matches. Five, I yeah, regret everything I said. Um... I, admit, I must be thinking of, of last week then. <laughs> yeah. When these games are fresh in my mind, they all kind of just blend together. So, uh, that and I'm still a little delirious so... over TSM losing to Coast. <laughs> You know, even Sorry. his teacher calls him Zion Shifter Peke Spartan. <laughs> um, uh, it's like the it's it's the best argument to buy a Lich Bane ever. If, if you don't like... know what we're talking about, just go and watch the Week Seven uh, Saturday match TSM versus Team mm-hmm. Coast. And that that's what it was this week, right? Wait, no, that was week, that was week six. Okay, week Because actually, yeah, if you go and watch the preview show, they show it twice at the end, like literally within <laughs> five minutes. The last five minutes, I think they show that play twice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we, 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 it was we a big play, to, though. It was. It was a big play. There, there were just, there were mistakes galore in that game and... Yeah, um, I like to, I like to say that I don't really feel like Coast won that game. I feel like TSM lost that game. But I feel, that, I feel like that's worse. Like I, I would, I would have rather had Team Coast, who I'm just now learning as a team in the LCS, uh, you know, have this like big story about them catching like a huge wave of momentum and they beat the number one and went on to beat CLG and, but that didn't happen. No. Like they, no. they beat TSM and then they went on to still be bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they beat EG, so they can't be that bad. They could be as bad. Shh, just, just let me have this one. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let you have that one. Thanks, man. <laughs> they the couldn't best. possibly be that bad. <laughs> All right. So much. Uh, I think uh, before we get into the game today, uh, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Audible. Uh, Audible is the world's largest online store for audiobooks. We love them here. We're all subscribers. We all use it. They've got hundreds of thousands of books uh, in every category. It's actually pretty amazing. Uh, you know, and the fact that they're all audiobooks opens them up to be, you know, you can start reading books or listening to books in this case that you never would have listened to before. Uh, right now, I'm still on my kick with fantasy. I have been for a while. Against my better judgment, I started listening to The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan, which is going to cause real problems next week when a book that I really want to come out comes out, and I'm in the middle of this one. Yeah, and that book is the second in Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive. I forget the title, but it's coming out next week, and I'm, I've been re-listening to the first one, which is, no, <laughs> which is no small task. I mean, if you remember, that 
that's oh, like it's, 60 hours or something. Yeah, it's it's like a 60-hour <laughs> book. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but, if I was not an Audible member, would have cost me like 120 bucks, but it only Because you are, you can rationalize with, it as like a 15 book. <laughs> Amazing. I also, also, this is funny, because I've been, you know, I used to teach ESL to... You, you uh, need to clarify Spanish. that because remember, oh, ESL is so, an electronic sports league to our listeners. Right. <laughs> I used to teach English as a second language to uh, yeah. Spanish speakers, and I haven't in over a year. So to sort of keep up with my Spanish, oh, I've yeah, been if you don't listening use it, you lose to it. some Pimsleur audio, you know, Spanish courses. So there's, it's not just fiction if you're into learning. Hold on. So, are you like the guy walking around with your Walkman, and it like you know, like you say something out loud, and then it's just like the bathroom is in the back. <laughs> like, oh yeah, me llamo David. Soy norteamericano. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, me. That's that's you. Because you have to say it, or else Taurus. it doesn't work. Right. <laughs> okay. Yours Again- is the prettiest piglet, miss. Yeah. <laughs> Gracias. Yeah, and I know Gank, you're listening to like Game of Thrones right now, right? Oh yeah, dude, season four right around the corner. I oh wanted to. Uh, do you a just got to load up on as much uh, on as much Game of Thrones as you can before yeah, the well, show starts. Well, I mean, starts. I've already like read most of the books, so I wanted to do a reread. But yeah, who's got time for that? So having the the auto the audio books, which I previously thought were just like fifty bucks a piece, and I'm like, forget that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> now I've got them all, and I've just been listening to them the past few yeah. months. Well, here, uh, listeners, uh, check it out. Um, you know, join the Low Elo Book Club or whatever. Um, head to audiblepodcast.com slash low elo and you can get your first book free there if you haven't tried it out. And, uh, I think that if, if you haven't tried it out, you kind of owe it to yourself because it's a free book. Why not? Um, but uh, otherwise, if you, you know, I think you're going to choose to stay up with it because it's pretty awesome. I, I'll admit this. I'll listen to an audiobook like just through my headphones while I'm, getting groceries late at night after work and it turns my grocery shopping trip into like some kind of crazy adventure <laughs> like, it does. And, 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 like, and it's like the weirdest thing to admit but it's like I'm, I'm sitting there and i feel like you know with with the the narration in my head and everything i'm walking around i'm like getting milk and slaying trollocs <laughs> I was going to make a joke about us doing Shades of Grey next month, but that's going to really make your grocery trips very awkward. (laughs) Yeah. I like that, though. We should add a section on the website, the Low Elo Book Club or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's got to actually be called the Low Elo Book Club or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That'll be uh, the next secret section of the website. Wait, there's a first secret section of the website? Oh. Oh, I just let the secret out, didn't I? So last week, uh, last week we did the game, uh, sorry, once again, audiblepodcast.com slash low I already said that. Yes. Okay. Audiblepodcast.com slash low Um, so last week we did a game where we asked if, uh, cha- if your favorite champion had a corporate sponsor, uh, what would it be? What would they be hawking? And, uh, I think this, this may have been the most responses we've ever gotten for a game. Um, I don't really keep those numbers on hand, but it just felt like it. So what yeah. did we get, Compi? There were a lot, and there were some good ones. Um, distracted <laughs> That, that toast. implies that we're, there were some bad ones. There were a lot of bad ones, but <laughs> these ones are good, the ones I'm going to read out. Uh, distracted Toast says, Corporate Mundo would be sitting on a bench in the park holding a newfangled tablet saying, I can do my work where I please. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, let's try. Would, it, would it be and a little I? It somebody. Would it be a little I, big P? I I don't know. Do my work where I please. Oh, I yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. And then Nathan said, "All he said is, I can hear Tarek's voice over now." <clears throat> Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why you, did the, you tried to do the voice thing. I tried. It's probably made it, bad. It made it. The, oh. the, the diamond engagement ring is yeah. a manufactured fallacy by De Beers. You sold that video too? Well, I mean, Tarek hawking gems. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, yeah no, no. It, yeah. it is. No, it is. Hey, good job, Nathan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is is it is it too far to ask for a Warwick Alpo commercial? <laughs> you know, where it's like the, sure it's there's like the two the two bowls of food and then like the you know, you hear the howl and like the icon for blood scent pops over one and he like runs to that one. It's like you no, know and he ults it and it he's like oh, eats it really oh, fast and then yeah. it disappears and then he runs away. Yeah. No, and then he and turns then, to the other ball when he, the bag. he, he yeah. comes back and cues the bag. Yeah, cues the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I can't, can't believe no one did that one. <laughs> Soluble 8 says, I would pick Udyr to do a Mountain Dew commercial. Each stance is a different flavor. Turtle, you know, would be Mountain Dew. Phoenix yeah, yeah. would be Code Red. Oh. Live Wires, Tiger. <laughs> okay. And, you know, Baja Blast can be Bear. Baja Blast is the best. Yeah. It's terrible. Baja Blast no, is the you have, worst. Come on. You can't say that. I Baja got it Blast is the once. best. It's the best Mountain Dew ever made. I like Mountain Dew. like the reason I go to Taco Bell. And Code Red. But I think... Oh, Ted, you like Code... Nobody likes Code Red, dude. You know what would be better than Udyr for a Mountain Dew commercial? It'd be Lee Sin. Do. Do. You know, I was always saying... You should do. go with the, like, the blind taste test thing. I think that'd be better. <laughs> is this diet or is this diet? <laughs> Dropkick both of them. All right. Uh, Simia says, My favorite champion, Kazix, would be sponsored by Jordans. Just yes. think about how high that guy jumps, <laughs> at least 3 billion meters high. Oh, oh my God. God. It's because he wears Jordans, my friend. Get yours today. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Air Kazix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They get the resets. <laughs> <laughs> I can already see like the the commercial poster in the mall. That's like, oh my god, it looks a beautiful. Big bug in Jordans, and underneath it says "Get those resets" or something like that. Yes. Oh my god, it sells itself. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, we All need. Right. You know what? We need an entire line of League of Legends footwear. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I would totally rock Singed. <laughs> singed. Yeah. Tennis comes out of them. <laughs> Running shoes, man. Uh, <laughs> Classics, them them five oh sevens. I think I'd like some like Katarina knee high boots. I think <laughs> those would look good on me. <laughs> yeah, I think I could make those work. <laughs> um, uh, one day zero gave me a list. Oh god, uh, and I I might need help with some of these because I don't get them, but there are some others. So okay, he says Zareth. General Electric. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Carthus Maxell. What? Maxell. Okay. What's you remember Maxell? the ad where the dude's sitting in the chair and there's the TV and the like it's the air's blowing over him? They used to make cassette tapes. Oh oh yeah, where he's like being blown away by a yes. stereo. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, is that being blown away by Carthus? Like, I don't. I didn't I look that. I don't. I don't really get that one. I think I that like that would be more of a. Uh, uh, dang Yasuo? it! You know. No, she doesn't wear any clothes, and she's like blowing people around. Jana? Everywhere. Yeah, Jana. Thank you. Renekton. Oh. Okay. Lulu would be Crayola. Okay. okay Annie yeah. would be Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Do they apparently, all taste like purple? This is the eighties. Nice. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin and Max L cassette tapes. Oh my oh, god! So you know what? We're gonna have users who don't know what a Teddy Ruxpin is. Yep. And I actually don't want to tell them to YouTube it because <laughs> no. it's terrifying. It's like the most horrifying. It's like thing a lollipoppy. But like real. Okay, and he said Hecarim Ford, but I think he meant Budweiser because he said Clyde. He put Clydesdale horse next to it. So yeah, yeah. Let's go with Budweiser. Budweiser. He said Wukong would be Xerox because he makes copies of. So yeah, and Irelia would be Nerf. Okay, <laughs> Nerf or false. Okay, I like the last one. That meant that was worth it. You know, the best, one of my favorite toys when I was a kid was was the Nerf football that whistled. Oh, that? man, yeah. It had it the little whistle. whistler thing at the top. You could throw that thing, like, 100 yards, like, no yeah. problem. I oh, think yeah, because the... it was, like, super light and, <laughs> yeah. But it, but it was cool because it had the whistler at the top. And But did you ever notice, like, if you caught it, like, just the wrong it way? The crap out of your finger? Yes. <laughs> yeah. that, dangerous, that, man. man, dude, that, that was the day when toys were awesome. Yeah. You could be seriously injured by them. Yeah, anyway, although like the latest, the, best. the have, latest Nerf have, guns can be pretty crazy. So. We have one more response, and I, this is especially for you, Gank. All right, but you, oh. have to, you have to hold your applause until the end. Okay, nice. I'll applause when I want to. <laughs> J Rev Lancer. Oh, by the way, the list was from One Day Zero. So J J Rev Lancer says Blitzcrank would do an ad for Butterfingers. So when someone tries to take his Butterfinger, he grabs them, static fields them, and releases a now scorched Shaco or any other stealth champ to stumble around the fields of justice. Then the Aww. tag, no one lays a finger on my Butterfinger. Beep boop. <laughs> so. But, no, did anybody say like uh, the Malphite selling um, Ford trucks like a rock? That, yeah. Well, that'd be Chevy. That's but, Chevy. Oh, that's Chevy. <laughs> you're, you know what, Gangsta, you're the worst American ever. Yeah. Chevy is disagree. Yeah, Chevy is built <laughs> is, is like a rock. Three Ford is built for tough, okay? God, I can see you where you, I bet you have a like a man purse, don't you? No. <laughs> I keep like, losing no, my money. I, I need satchel. to buy one. It's a satchel. Indiana Jones had one, it's legit. Um, I I can't say anything. There's pictures on the internet of me out there with a satchel, so it's a man purse. A purse. <laughs> It's a mercy. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so th- like great responses, guys. Yeah. And I'm actually glad we could, that we got so many good ones that we could read them off on the air. So uh let's uh start up this week. Now we're about to enter Lent, which you know, for a lot of you, you have no idea what that is. But we're about you know, that means when we're done, Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's the important part. Yeah, but, that's the important part. Mardi Gras. And All right. you know, it's also in like they have the the uh, summoner icons they're selling right now yeah i totally bought for, one i have the timo one so for uh you know carnival yeah for our latin our amigos latin americanos mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we thought we'd do one theme for Mardi Gras. Uh, one of the big things with Mardi Gras is, you know, the, the parades with the floats and the throwing out beads from the fl- floats and everything. So we want to ask you, uh, how would your favorite champion decorate their float, if they had one, and what would they throw into the crowd? Yeah, so, I mean, and a lot of people are going to go Shaco because he kind of looks like already Mardi Gras. Like, you don't oh, have yeah, to. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Huh? And he'd probably throw, like, knives for Which... the children. <laughs> for the children. <laughs> really? You got to single out the children like that? You know You know what's funny? is like every... T- not, not throwing knives at children? <laughs> throwing knives at children. No. <laughs> what it's is it like... with you and babies and knives, dude? You know, you know it's, no, it's, it's with Those me and Shaco. Do you remember my example for the Halloween one? <laughs> No, it was Shaco, and he would he would stab them in the back when they came to the door for candy. It's because I hate Shaco so much that I make up these stories about how what a terrible guy he is. Show me on the Shaco doll where Shaco touched you. <laughs> I have a, I have something against him. All right, well send those uh, send those responses for the game to team at lowelo.com we'll read through the best and we'll have them on the next show um let's get into some email all right first i've got an around the world update from like a thousand zombies says hey guys i was recently walking in my car after class while listening to the podcast when i noticed i was on hey man avenue which is apparently a real it's it's h-e-y-m-a-n-n all one word it's in louisiana so yeah he needs to to take a picture of that he didn't take a picture did he no and i get i allowed it like gang said but but you know what the picture next time man yeah send us a picture um michael was apparently watching that preview show where they said 60 percent of champions have been played and he wants to know what champion do we think will never be seen in LCS Pop. as a he says as a dedicated Victor player. <laughs> <laughs> also, hey, no, Victor, Victor was in Poppy. last split. How'd he do? Uh, not well. <laughs> Who is it? It was somebody that got relegated. Yeah. Um, oh, oh it, yeah, was, no, uh, it was Marn. Um, um, that one team that EG bought. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, you're you're right. You're right. It was uh, velocity. Yeah, velocity. That one, the V word. Yeah, yeah. And then I think Marn played them in relegation and lost. Oh, something. Marn. Yeah. Are they still around? I I hope they come back. So. <laughs> I you know making fun of coast and and XDG's fun and all, but I really no, but miss it's really making not fun because of, I, really like the coast anymore. because because XDG. Like we we know what XDG should be capable of, and I honestly just feel bad that I keep forgetting that Coast is a team. I don't think it's fun to make fun of these guys. Now I got a question about the email. Does he say that we won't see an LCS again? Because I would say Cassidy, and he's going to be perma banned. Does that count? I I don't know. I feel like he's going to slip through the cracks at some point. Like someone in Europe's going to make another mistake, and he gets, he's going to get to play a third game or something. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a terrible day when they let Cassidy <laughs> out of his cage. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Ramus. Have we seen Ramus yet? No. Mm. Yeah. Mm, Why would you play Ramus? I don't know. Like, I feel like they could make some kind of change, and all of a sudden, Ramus is good again. Um, Shaco. I don't think we'll see Shaco in LCS. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Honestly. Yeah. 
He's yeah. still low-key, pretty much. He's busy. And, yeah, yeah. It, if, it, if it weren't for the fact that, you know... <laughs> he's too busy apparently throwing knives at children, too. So he's booked <laughs> up for a while. Uh, you know, like all I can really think of is... Hmm, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't even want to speculate on it. Velkaz. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, we'll shoot at this rate. We won't see another Zareth, that's for sure. Mm. All right, John has a little tip. He says, I work at a nuclear power plant, and there are plenty of lights to let you know the plant is melting down. Yeah, see? We're see? not allowed to listen to anything, even oh. awesome law podcasts. Oh. <laughs> so Lame. <laughs> so in case we were wondering from last episode, uh, Matthew. Now, <clears throat> Matthew wrote me a very long email. Oh, my. Um, but... He did it, it right because above each paragraph he had a TLDR. Oh. So okay. I was able to look at it and then I found one of the paragraphs I wanted to read. <laughs> that made me want to read another one. So he's from Plymouth, England. And he sent me this long email. And the point I wanted to share was that he's saying, I think we need two tiers of skill caps. The first being for new players and uh the second for experience. The point he's making is like, uh, for a, a new player, Ezreal is a high skill cap champion. Yeah. While Ash is not, right? Yeah. yeah. But for experienced players, Ezreal is a very low skill cap champion. Mm-hmm. While Ash is very high because, mm-hmm. you know, Ezreal is like, st- I mean, to this day, Ezreal, I think, is still a safe pick, even in pro play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very it- safe. Exactly. I mean, because- Lucian is sexy and Caitlyn is back, but and Jinx was there for a while. But you can still—I mean, nobody's going to laugh you out of the out of the room if you pick Ezreal. Um, Whereas Ash is like a, a very high risk pick. Mm-hmm. So, and it's very difficult. And I think that's a good uh, good thing to make because he was talking about Lee Sin because we talk about Lee Sin being a very high skill cap champion. He's he's saying no, it's easy to play Lee Sin. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're once you reach a certain level in the game, and I think it's completely right that uh, for a lot of champions, the quote unquote skill cap is completely flipped upside down. Hmm. So. I thought that was an interesting point. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. I mean, maybe we'll spend some more time on that in the future because the other, the counterpoint to that is, is could it just be that at a certain point, the skill cap is reached and the thing that holds you back from being a better player on the champion is that the champion isn't good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that would be the other way to look that, at it. Yeah. That, that's like the other way to look at it. So, <laughs> uh, but I, I actually don't want to debate it now because that gives me something to chew on. Maybe in a future well, I think maybe good, it's good like, email, though. I think it's like 1 through 30, you're trying to understand the champion. Then once you get to 30, now you're trying to understand the champion as they pertain to the game. Like, you're trying to understand more about the game and the flow of the game. And, you know, maybe that makes them a little bit more complicated. Whereas before, you were just like, okay, this move does this. Yeah. And Well, and again, I want to point out that I know, Gank, you've been playing since beta. Jeff and I have been playing for a while. I mean, the learning curve is even steeper now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. It, I I think it's it's tough to be a new player these days. So. Oh god, yeah, I don't even remember. I've never brought myself to Smurf. Yeah. I imagine it's a terrible, terrible thing, which is sad. All right, the next one was an email that came just to me. Ooh, yeah, secret uh, email. It's yeah, a lady. Email. It's not a lady. Oh, <laughs> it's from someone named Kyle. Well, I guess it could be a lady. I don't know. It could be a lady. Yeah. Her name was Kyle. Uh, <laughs> 
He says, I'm going to assume he, Kyle, (laughs) please don't be offended. He says, hey, Dave, so I just moved into my dorm room after doing a semester online. I've met a guy on my floor. Okay, so men's dorm room who plays league, but only recently started. He has maybe 30 wins. His favorite champ is Ramis. He's okay, but he has no clue how to initiate. I played over a thousand games, so I've long since forgotten how to initiate. That's the only part I really didn't get. (laughs) Anyway, I just do it and stomp on wuss bags. So I was wondering how you would explain to a new player how to initiate. Thanks for all the awesome podcasts and great advice. TLDR, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, P.S., my name's Kyle. <laughs> I like so, this guy. So I, I think know. what he means is or girl, or girl. There, there are certain, there's, there's a certain point where you've done something so many times that it becomes difficult to articulate because you don't think about it, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what he's saying when he says that he forgot how to do it. Well, and I think it's uh, the, the there's the big yeah I agree, and I think the the problem with with new players and in initiating is new players are still very sensitive, mm-hmm. and if they're playing an initiate champion, they're they're still afraid to die. Exactly. So, like, and we've seen this with Eric. We've been teaching Eric to jungle, and his chosen jungler is Ramus. Yeah. And there's there's been times where in a game he'll be speeding towards a bush. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be good. He's going to, you know, we've got like, it's 5v4. And, and then he'll like do the thing that I hate the most in the entire world and like speed and, and like he loses vision and then just turns right around. I'm like, why just did you kidding. not go into that bush? You are Ramus. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> so I think the big problem is get first, getting, say, hey man. <laughs> well, there you go. Say, hey man. <laughs> Kyle's friend in the dorm. Hey man. Don't be know. afraid to die. Don't just go in, initiate, you know? And if it doesn't yeah. work out, well... Blame everyone I... else. <laughs> <laughs> say, hey, I initiated, you guys didn't bag me up. Or I could say that that'll give you a point to learn from. <laughs> you yeah, know. well, either way, I mean, either way you want to do it, it's fine. <laughs> just develop a mental checklist. Like, you know, are you? is your team near you? Is their team near them that you can see? And does everybody have, like, their ults up and then... If you think they'll follow you, go in, even if your mind is telling you not to go in. <laughs> yeah, it's almost <laughs> it's almost like one of those like somebody has to do it first. It's almost one of those like, you know, choice path things where it's like, you know, do you see an enemy? If yes, you know proceed. This. The next yeah. Path. If no, oh. then don't engage. Oh, you see an enemy, do you or is that enemy alone? If 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 yes, can you kill that enemy solo? If yes, engage. If no, don't engage. It's- you have vision. <laughs> and you know, or you could be like Jeff, who on Warwick will say, Do I see enemy? Is do I have alt? Engage. Do yeah. I have team on Skype? <laughs> Yell at team, go in. <laughs> and, and, yeah. But and that but here's the problem. The 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 problem that compounds this issue for new players is that they'll get bad advice after they mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Because they might have it might have been a great initiation. But if their team, they're also new players and they're afraid to follow up, they'll be like, why did you do that? I was oh, going yeah. back to buy my blood there, sir. Right. Like, <laughs> well, no, it would have been better if you had stayed and like we aced them and won the game. But I mean, bloodthirsters are cool. So they are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. So, uh, like, I, I think that experience is really what's going to do it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'd be open to feedback. But 
I would uh, be more willing to take the positive feedback than the negative. Yeah. I mean, at first, just don't be afraid to initiate. You're going to die. Well, yeah. Uh, then just start reining it in. Eventually, you'll start recognizing the times that you died versus the times that you didn't die. And you'll be like, oh, well, I didn't die because we had vision. Don't, I had my team behind me. Don't even pay attention to when you die. Because, like, I mean, I used to jungle Mumu hardcore. And that's a Mumu's job is to go in and die. And then, you know, your team aces them. Yeah. Oh, well, um, I mean, die needlessly. Well, yeah. yeah well, I should but, have added that little tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the whole deal with League is that you need to eventually the the fun the reason league is fun is because you can every team fight is unique mm-hmm. we've had you know i've played god 9000 games or something ridiculous we've played thousands of games and we've probably had no two exactly the same team fights right. whether it's team composition whether it's you know where the fight happens on the map you know who's ahead who has what items yeah, so so many variables so many very, yeah. So learning to look at a team fight and point out why the team who won won the team fight, that is the biggest, most important skill you can learn. And that's what takes the longest to learn. You're not going to do it in 30 wins. <laughs> Sorry to say, but I mean, there's, I mean, just think of how many, I, I can't do that math thing where like how many different combinations of champions can you have? Oh my gosh. You know, now oh, that there's a hundred nine, uh, like forty billion. We need 40 the Louisville science team for this. Yeah, our <laughs> science team is, you know, they're all out with the flu. But yeah, so I mean, being able, and that's why that's not only why it's fun to play it for over a long period of time. I mean, we've been playing for three. I'm coming on four years now. Mm-hmm. It also makes it fun to watch because you can watch team fights at the pro level to be like, oh wow, that was really good. You know, things you might miss if you weren't if you're you know brand new to the game and don't know what yeah. to look for. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So well, I hope that uh, helps, Kyle. <laughs> and my new favorite guy. Or girl. <laughs> or girl. Could be a co ed dorm. You know. Could be. Could be. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you for writing in, everybody, and uh, keep the emails coming, especially those round the world updates, your pictures, your questions, your stories, just about anything. Uh, so long as it's you know something that we can read on the air, we'd be happy to. Don't forget to include your you know a summoner name or something like that, so that you can brag to all of your friends that you were featured on the show. Send all your email to team at lowelo.com. Now, uh, I want to take a moment. Let's uh, recognize those of you who have taken the time out of your day to give us a review on iTunes. So I'm going to kick this one off with uh, Brian Allen, who calls us his ear friends. He says, fantastic podcast that has, that keeps me company while I walk the dog. New player and listener, started both in December of 2013, and have helped to get me from level 5 to 21 and my honorable player ribbon. See, how awesome is that? The that, guy already has awesome. his honorable player ribbon. Yeah. Excellent. So, thank you for staying classy. That's how he ends it. That's how I ended him. Uh, Full Air One says it's pretty okay, but he did give us five stars and then says, you know, super special, awesome, chocolatey, fudge coated, mega super podcast. Oh man, yeah. now I'm hungry. So, <laughs> I want to listen to that. And I want to listen to a podcast. What the? 
<laughs> yeah, so you know he balances out the it's pretty okay with uh, the review. Well, I think that was a that was a thing we used to do. Yeah, wasn't it? That was one of our jokes that we used to do. Yeah, people would say it's pretty okay and give us five stars, and we'd just be like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Rocket Sword said, uh, Low Elo is now OP. I think we've always been, haven't we? I've always enjoyed the Low Elo podcast for its mix of great information on improving your game as well as the fun games and random banter. Up to now, I've refrained from giving it an iTunes review because what would otherwise be a five-star podcast has been downgraded, in my opinion, to a four. What's going on here, man? With the jokes about all the champions that are OP and everything. As I was driving from home from work today, listening to episode 90, so he's a little behind, it occurred to me that the OP jokes had lessened, so I figured it was about time to give five-star review if not any other reason to say thank you for all the hours of fun listening well i'd want to remind you that mundo is still op lee sin is still op lulu is now op cassidy's op uh elise is op OP. yeah shivana's op <laughs> who else man you're digging uh, a hole jeff and it's deep <laughs> oh man all right so Let's see, uh, Cross and James says he's a long-term listener. He meant to rate us for the 100th episode, but he face-checked a bush. And then... Oh, uh, <laughs> I hope there was a Garen in there. Oh, man. I hope, I hope there was a Garen. There was OP. five Garens in there, one for all. <laughs> that <dude's> OP. <laughs> and then uh, S. Flores 91 says these guys are great. I love listening to this podcast. I went back and listened to them from episode one. They're great. And actually, he uh, he sent us a donation uh, recently to uh, help us pay for the hosting of the podcast. So thank you very much, S. Flores91. We Yay. received your donation, and we thank you for that. So uh, thank you to everyone who gave us a five-star review. We're 838 ratings. We are getting towards 900 so fast. Uh, thanks for making it happen, everybody. And if you haven't reviewed yet, log into your iTunes account, give us five stars, and we'll be happy to read your feedback on the show. Okay, I'll do that after I get off. Okay, so fine. I was trying to hit 800. <laughs> yeah, I missed it, so now I'm waiting till 9. Uh, I hate you so much. I think the only one... Wait, has Eric done it? I don't he know. Might not, he might not I don't think it. he has, so... It's, God, what do we not pay you for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, well, th- once again, thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your emails. Uh, you can always email us at team at lowelo.com. You can visit us at lowelo.com. It's a great place to visit. You've got all of our back episodes, show notes, notes about the music and everything, as well as our awesome forums and whatever else we decide to put there. Maybe some kind Extreme. of stream. Yeah. This, uh, well, hey, I was going to get there. I was, I was going to say, I was going to tease towards like the, the secret Low feature. Elo book club or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yes. The Lowelo book, book club or whatever. Um, <laughs> The, the stream can also be found at loelo.com slash live and, uh, or you can find us on Twitch it's slash stream slash, slash stream. That's right. The button it's says live, live button. Yeah. but it's slash stream. I, I should just fix that someday. Um, you can also get to us on Twitch. This one doesn't ever change, you know, no matter what I say. It's twitch.tv slash loelo community. All one word. You can also find us on Facebook. At facebook.com slash lowelo community. But if you'd rather reach out to us individually, you can find me on Twitter as eatgamer, all one word, no crazy asterisks or underscores or anything like that. Dave can be found as lowelo dave. 
And Gankenstein can be found as Rusty Blitzcrank. Yeah. Correct. I, I got confirmation. I just checked. We're good. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of shaking, scratching my head. I'm like, is there like, he would put an underscore in there. It'd be like Rusty underscore Blitzrank or something. Like <laughs> <that>. <clears throat> well, but uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, man, I guess that ties up 102 for oh, me. I, I have one thing to add. Uh oh. Hex kill happened. Oh, yeah. Hex kill happened. And it's still stupid. How'd that go? <laughs> I didn't win a single game. Two more people to rage at me. I did not win a single hex kill game. I hated it. (laughs) Oh Oh, yeah, that was a bad night. That that's okay. We mentioned it like two episodes ago, so we're covered on the hex kill thing. You can play that anytime you want. Man, what are they going to do with these featured game modes that I want to play? I liked one for all. I thought that was fun. So good. It's better than ARAM. Like you know what. Yeah, what, if what I was going to play a stupid mode, I'd rather play one for all than ARAM. They need to do a uh, one for all where everyone gets a random champion, but at the beginning of the game, you dra- uh, you pick and draft items, and then everyone just gets only that item. Well, they used to have the mode in Dota where it was uh, it was all ra- yeah a random deathmatch. Mm-hmm. So where your champion died, you would get another one. Oh yeah, you, you kept all your items, but and then it would keep going until there were no more left. So you know what's <laughs> kind of fun in in Dota these days is uh, uh, ability draft. Oh really? Yeah, they do that. That's yeah. funny. But yeah, where you you know you get a random pool of uh, abilities and you get to just draft pick from them. <laughs> that's, oh that's wow! Yeah, that's that would that be sounds kinda... so troll. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. I, I watched oh, wait, some no, of no, it we, that we land can't be talking on. about Dota here. www.dota2sucks.com. There you go. And on that bombshell, thank you for listening to episode 102. I'm Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. Eat Gamer, and with me as always is my host, Dave Quarles, a.k.a. Compy386. I like it. Did you just say, like... Co- like, like you said coast like it was I, uh, like yeah he like said it really fast so i was like coast so you're like oh, i think i just like now. i meant to just, just like did you just host. call me shifter i just called you shifter oh i'm gonna play katarina <laughs> her model is so bad compared to everybody else's now oh i know right yeah it's just crazy bad yeah. um band still banned from playing support we also have Gankenstein. <laughs> It's okay. I'll, I'll get around it with Jungle Brand. <laughs> oh, man. we And we're letting you do that. I can't believe we're letting you do that. No, I can't believe it not, either. I'm going to ride it as long as I can. It's because he's... Uh, it's not the least terrible thing. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. I'm going to put that in the compliment category right here. <laughs> Alright. Thank you for listening, everyone. Good night. And don't forget, stay classy, summoners. Stay classy, summoners.